Are you someone who doesn't take life too seriously? Do you sometimes find that a shot of whiskey isn't only deserved, but needed? If you said yes to either of those, welcome to the Whiskey and Lace podcast, where we have honest chats with everyday people, shit shows and all. I'm your host, Erica Altus, and I'm here to empower you to be the best version of yourself and perhaps share in a shot of whiskey. Now pour yourself a glass of wine and let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Whiskey and Lace podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Um, I am Erica, your host, and um, this is an episode that I'm not sure I'm actually going to air. So if I did air it and you're here, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I have have been sitting on a story for a few years now, um, and to be quite honest, it's because I've been so afraid to ever bring it up again. I want to start off by saying before I get into it that I am not the victim here. Um, I I want to make that very, very clear that I'm not the victim in the story. That's why I have not said my side of it uh, because it just wasn't about me at this point. I just found myself caught up in the story in a small way, but the the victims here are the Martinez's. So... I'm going to tell you guys like what happened because you're probably sitting here and what the fuck happened. I'm going to tell you in a roundabout way, not a roundabout way. I'm not going to like include a ton of details about the ins and outs of the story because you can you can simply Google it. Um, if you type in the name and God, even just saying her name, like I like kind of cringe. Um, if you Google Katie Sorensen, you're going to get a, a wealth of information around what happened. But I'll, I'll give you from my perspective what happened. I think that sharing my point of view, sharing some things that I never shared before, I think is important because it brings up the topic of cancel culture. It brings up the topic of how people can be painted in a light that they aren't. And again, I cannot stress enough that I was not the victim in the story. But this took place in um, December 2020. So if you guys go back to that time in our lives, obviously we were in civil unrest. We had, we're in a pandemic, all the things, but I will never forget. My nanny reached out to me actually. And she said, Erica, like, did you see this story that this woman posted? Like it's 20 minutes long and you need, you need to share it. And I'm like, what? And so I go and I look and it's this woman named Katie Sorensen sharing this 20 minute real about how her her children were the the victims of an attempted kidnapping and where this was taking place was literally 20 minutes from my house at a Michael's store in Petaluma and when i saw this i was like whoa what the fuck like i i believed her i i literally believed her story and i shouldn't have and i shouldn't have shared it um but those are all lessons that i'll talk about down the road but um i believed her and so i shared it like millions of other people did, but I have a local large audience. So I was, I found myself to be held to a different standard, which rightfully so. So I shared the story. And after I shared the story, I quickly got a lot of DMs from women, local women saying that they have had certain similar situations. I even had one woman tell me that she was baited in Windsor one time, like only a few months prior to this, uh, she saw a child on the side of the road and pulled over and was attacked. And so the child was crying. And so she she pulled over like most women would do. And then she was attacked. And so I'm getting these stories from other people. And so I'm kind of getting fired up like, wait, what the fuck is going on in our community? And why am I not hearing about this? And, you know, and so when I 
hear of something locally going on in my community, I try to take action. I try to find solutions. I try to make people aware. And boy, did I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) Uh, And so I ended up inviting Katie to go live on my Instagram. And thank God, thank the universe, thank whoever you want. But I'm so grateful that she canceled because I think she quickly realized that the her story going viral and it not being truthful, she was she was in deep shit. And so she she canceled on my live and I'm I'm really glad that she did that. So she cancels. And like the next day or two, I can't remember the exact timeline. So give me grace on timeline, please. Uh, my nanny comes to me and she goes, Erica, I actually know the people that are being accused of this. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah. And I go, wait, would they do something like this? She goes, no. And I'm like, oh shit. What? Like, why would, why would she make this up? Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, like what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. So And again, I didn't know anything about, I didn't know anything about the people who were being accused. Well, then all of a sudden I started getting DMs and emails and I was being called a racist. I was being um, painted in the light of a white influencer raising a white, another white influencer up. And I was like, what is happening? Well, come to find out the people that she was accusing were Hispanic. They're Hispanic. And so she's not only accusing these people of kidnapping her kids, but she's racially profiling them. And then I got pulled in as the white influencer raising this other white influencer's voice up. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I got really, really, really scared because I was getting, again, I'm not the victim, but I'm just telling you what the hell happened from my point of view. I was getting emails saying like, I better not see you out in our community. Um, you know, you white racist bitch, just to name a few. I also think what was happening uh, was Katie went completely dark on Instagram. And I think people were mistaking me sometimes for her. And so I was like, I'm not her because I'm a blonde haired, blue eyed white girl. And so is she or so is she. And so I was like, oh my God, what is going on? Well, I have a friend who is very involved in um, some of the people in our community who were painting me in this light as being a white influencer, lifting another white influencer up and painting me in this way that it was really scary. And I went to, I called him and I was like, dude. And he's like, Erica, like, you're about to be lit on fire. They're going to use this to help, you know, like promote their perspective on this situation. And I was like, but I'm I'm not that person. Like I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know the race of these people. I shared the story like everybody else did. And he's like, "Yeah, but you're a local influencer, and you were about to go live with Katie. And do you see how this looks?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And it was. I didn't know how to handle. It. I was like, literally in like a a nightmare. And he, thank God, um, went to bat for me. He went to these people who were painting me in this light, and he's like, "This isn't who she is." Like she is, I know her, I know her as a person, I know her family, um, and I will forever be grateful to him for doing that for me. And he also just helped me right my wrong in this situation. He um, connected me with another local influencer who I had met prior, and we did a live together. And um, we sat down and we had a live. And if I'm being totally honest, it was very, very, very um, challenging live to do. Um, I, I knew where I fucked up in this situation, and I was 
100% willing to take ownership for it. And where I fucked up was I didn't have all the information on this story before sharing it. And I shared it and it damaged, you know, it played into the part of damaging people who were innocent. And I will never, ever do that again. I will never share a story until the facts are all out there. And that is where, that's where I really, I really, really messed up. And so I went live, I did the live and I was still being attacked and people were even, um, they were even going as far as like reaching out to some of my, the brands that I work with, uh, asking them to draw me. And I told the brands, the brands, some of the brands that I work with, they, they had to get their legal teams involved. It was a, it was a fucking mess. And I just told them like, if you need to drop me, like I get it, you know, like I got myself into the situation and I'm, I'm willing to take ownership in it. And so luckily they just, they suggested like, please, you know, don't mention our brands. Let's like stop any partnerships that we have for a few like weeks, you know, until this cools down. And, um, one element to this story that nobody realizes that happened, um, that I never shared because quite frankly, I, I didn't need it to be public because it wasn't about me, but I will share it here that uh, because my nanny knew the people who were being wrongfully accused, I I asked her, I said, would you mind setting up a meeting for me to meet with Sadie so I can personally apologize to her for what I did, sharing the story without knowing what was going on? And and my nanny was like, absolutely. And so I, I got the opportunity to go and apologize. And I want to thank Sadie so much for being willing to um, meet me. And I said, I'm so sorry for sharing this story and how I know now know that that amplified, um, hurting your reputation. And, uh, she was so kind and it was kind of funny. She's like, you don't have anything to apologize for. Like Katie has to fucking say sorry. And I'm like, I know, but no, I do. And so, um, I'm very grateful that that meeting got to happen. And, um, again, I had never shared that that happened. And I know in my heart of hearts that I did everything that I could to make my wrongs right. And then after that, you know, anytime this gets brought up in the media, I get asked for my opinion. And to be quite honest, I don't, I don't bring it up because it, it was a very challenging time because like, this, this mind you too, like this situation was happening over like probably like a three week period. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest, it was not, it was not easy to come back. And I'm still to this day, incredibly gun shy at sharing my points and views on anything that could, could cause me to be painted in a light that isn't who I am. Um, I really pride myself on my character. Um, and it was, it was essentially, um, being painted as something I, I don't feel I am. And that was really hard. Um, and it was really interesting watching how, how it all happened. I was just like, Whoa, like what, how did I find myself here? You know? And, and it really, it really was challenging coming back, but I I knew I could hold my head up high in this situation because I knew I did everything that I could to make it better for everybody involved. And um, had I known then what I know now, I will never, ever, ever share a story again or even talk about one unless it's just with Mark, unless I know the facts. Because 
I do have a responsibility, especially here locally. I really pride myself on being from Sonoma County and I need to make sure that when I share something, I, I know all the details and I didn't do that. And, you know, it was just interesting watching it unfold and how it, it was going to affect my livelihood, how it was going to affect me in my position. I'm incredibly grateful that it happened to me. I know that sounds odd, but I learned so many valuable lessons within it. But I do have an opinion about cancel culture. And I just, I feel like we as people need to give people, especially within our community, um, some grace and some time to take accountability. And I also think that it's okay if people fuck up. We're human. We're all going to fuck up. If you want to sit on this high horse and say you never have done something that you're not sorry for, you're bullshitting everybody. So allow people to fuck up. Allow people the opportunity to say they're sorry, to own their wrongs in situations. Not everybody will. And and I do believe that in certain situations, yeah, people should have massive repercussions. Katie deserved to, in my opinion, have the consequences that she got. And that's her bed and that's her story to tell. And I I will say that I don't agree with the fact that she never apologized to the victims here. Um, but that's her, that's her story to tell and she's got to live with that. And so all I can speak to is um, what I, what the part I had in, in this, but I do think that we're missing such an opportunity by canceling people, going after their partnerships. Um, because I, I am so grateful that my sponsorships, you know, my partners, um, didn't listen to those outside voices painting me as a person. I'm not the people who I partner with know who I am. They know the person that I am. They know the intent and they know my heart. And I'm so incredibly grateful that they, they stood by me in a sense of just, you know, not dropping me. They could have easily been like, we're not, we're not putting ourselves next to you, um, with all this bad stuff being painted, you know, about you. Um, they didn't. So I just, I also want to, I want to thank my friends and my family in this situation that were there to support me through this because it was really uncomfortable getting called these things and being told to basically watch my back in my community. It was really, really scary. In fact, you know, we went away for a few days because I was just like, I, I, I didn't want to have to feel like going to Oliver's, like someone going to be angry at me. Is someone going to think I'm her? Because I, I wasn't, you know, and, um, and I just, I just want to, I just wanted to share this with all of you because I've never shared my point of view on the story. And I think it's important that we have these conversations, even though I'm sitting here very uncomfortable having it, because I do think there's so many lessons to be had. And um, my hope in sharing this is that you, if you ever are just, you know, attached to a story and you see it going viral, Take a minute to process before you share it. Even if you have 100 followers, stop and ask yourself, like, do I know all the things going on here? Will sharing this benefit me or, you know, like, or benefit the people that could be involved? Um, you know, I think that that's an important conversation. To have. I think it's really important to have with your teenagers, you know. It's definitely a story I'm going to tell my children about um, because I want them to learn from my mistakes. I also think, you know, having the conversation around that time in our lives when we're all going through a lot 
um, is important. I think it's important to speak about how sharing a story that isn't 100% honest is not it just for views and clicks. <laughs> you need to make sure that you're, you're really speaking truth when you're sharing something because you don't know if that's going to go viral. And I don't think Katie had that thought process when she was sharing that, that this was going to be her, you know, the way it turned out, but you don't do that. It's wrong. It's wrong to falsely accuse somebody of doing some such a horrific thing. So I open up, you know, this discussion. I may bring it up in my stories. Um, you can comment on it in the comments. My one request is to please be respectful and know that I am a person who made mistakes. And um, I I just, I please just ask for your uh grace and and to be respectful in the comments um and i i will protect my my peace if if um this gets twisted in any sort of capacity that is going to bring back all those old things that aren't true about who i am and i hope you guys can understand that but i just want to thank anybody who was there through that time that was following me at that time that sent me dms um saying, you know, thank you, Erica, for owning what you needed to own. And like, I get who you are. Um, those, those things really did help get me through that. And, and again, I want to thank Sadie for taking the time to allow me to say, I'm sorry to her. And, um, yeah, that's, that is my story within this situation that I'm sort of attached to. And, and I appreciate anybody who was willing to listen. And uh, I hope we can all just have respectful dialect around it and we can all learn learn from, from this situation. So thank you so much for listening. All right, friends, that's all for today's episode of the Whiskey and Lace podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share the love and leave a review. And remember to join the Whiskey and Lace community by following me on TikTok and Instagram at Whiskey and Lace and send me a DM to say hi and mention this episode. I'd love to meet you. See you next week.